certainly heard lots of talk and many promises to right a very obvious wrong. But up until today, the uh, Trudeau government has been resistant to committing to these proper forensic investigations of the grounds of each residential school in this country. They did announce funding today. And I think the uh, I think it's safe to say that the remains of many more children are going to be found across this country. But is this a moment where talk is cheap? I mean, politicians have gotten away with it in the past. Certainly the Trudeau government has promised action on truth and reconciliation. But to date, they simply haven't delivered. The church, of course, has remained very quiet, if not totally oblivious. And so we're at this moment where all this talk actually needs to be put in action. But what does that look like? Senator Patrick Brazo joining me now. And, Senator, it's great to have you because, you know, you've been in politics for two decades, but you have been Algonquin all your life and you were raised Catholic. Do you recall a moment in this country like what we're seeing now? Well, um, actually, uh, not really, because, uh, you know, when, when discussing uh, issues surrounding residential schools, I, uh, I remember being a, a summer student in the late uh, 90s, uh, working for the Department of Indian Affairs and uh, going through some of the um, uh, allegations and, and, and uh, writings from, from people who actually went to residential schools and uh, at that time, it was the first time as an Indigenous person that uh, I was made aware of the uh, atrocities that uh, that occurred in residential schools. And so now we, we have the rest of Canada um, basically seeing what, what many First Nations people and, and survivors throughout the country have been saying for far too long. And, 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 and here's the proof, and it's just mm-hmm. just absolutely heartbreaking because... You know, as as a, a parent of of uh, you know six children and two under the age of of six currently, uh, it, it's unfathomable that 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 these these things took place. And uh, you know, now it's it, it's easy to to point fingers and lay blame. But um, you know, for the last year, uh, my office has been conducting research on the the relationship, the political relationship between the federal government of Canada and so federally the, the the liberal party of canada and the conservative party uh, and its relationship with uh, with indigenous peoples and later on this month um this report will be issued by my office and uh, from what i've read and what i've gathered so far in in what i've seen is that essentially uh, the liberal party and the, the conservative party have been have been guilty of 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 not of inaction uh, because mm-hmm. we've seen way too many promises over decades, which is the reason I, I first got involved into politics. And, uh, you know, what this report suggests is that there's been just that, all talk and very little action. And, and the action that has occurred over several decades is not because of any one government. It's not any uh, one liberal or conservative government. It's, be, it's been because of the indigenous peoples of the, this country themselves and, and fighting the government of Canada, taking them to the Supreme Court and, and beating mm-hmm. Canada at the game that they're continuously trying to play. Before I, I delve into what, what the solution must look like in your views, I mean, Marie Sinclair spoke uh, out today. He oversaw the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Uh, it's been known since 2015 that there are children in graves I- across this country. Um, he took it further, explaining that, I mean, there are babies who were literally, th- you know, thrown into furnaces out of shame and, and burned. I mean, these secrets are well known. It's been talked about, as you say. 
Um, and we've had all these governments that promise, promise reconciliation. Um, and then, of course, you get all these announcements today that they're going to take action. They throw money at it. But it's almost uh, insincere. It's like, well, you've known for how many years? I mean, the, the Trudeau government was brought in. They promised. They adopted all the recommendations uh, put forward. Um, and so, you know, it's great that the money is going out now. But what took so long? Well, well, exactly, and, and you know, having been a, a national, uh, a former national uh, chief of the Congress of Aboriginal Peoples, and uh, you know, now also having been in the Senate and uh, formerly as a Conservative uh, Caucus member, uh, you know, I've seen both Indigenous and non-Indigenous politics, and and for 20 years, I'm I'm celebrating, I guess, my my 20-year political anniversary, and uh, and and what I can say is that. You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And, you know, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, the reason I first got involved into Aboriginal politics is because I felt uh, when I was a little bit younger that things weren't moving quickly enough and uh, and we needed perhaps new blood to, to get in there. And I quickly saw that, uh, you know, I ran up against a wall as, as you know, as a, an advocate for Indigenous peoples, as a national chief. I, I read, I ran into roadblocks as well in trying to propose solutions as a senator. I'm an independent senator now, and I, I will soon be uh, giving a speech in the Senate about the, in other words, the state of uh, of Aboriginal affairs in 2021, but in particular with respect to uh, the politics and the partisan politics that are being played and, 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 and actually done uh, by these parties uh, in using Indigenous issues and peoples as political pawns. And, and that's, uh, from my experience, that I've seen that is is detrimental to to the entire relationship itself, and so it's time that you know we we, we can we can talk about all the wrongdoings uh, till you know till the cows come home, but but it's time to to offer solutions, and it's time for whatever government to just take the decision to to end the poverty and to to offer equal opportunities to indigenous peoples versus non-indigenous peoples. Why why are we less worthy than anyone else? It's a good question. I mean, you know, and here we are, um, you know, we've had the commissions, we've had inquiries. Now there are people saying, well, we, maybe we need another inquiry into this. I don't know why we need any inquiry. We know the issues. We know the problems. We need action. And, and whether that's clean drinking water, which it's hard to believe, uh, Senator, in 2021, we're still talking about it. Um, but but all of these things um, should have been put into action a long time ago. But the one issue that's going to take real leadership, and I'm not sure there is a politician that is uh, gutsy enough to do it, is to actually look at something like the Indian Act. Is that something that you would say has to change? Does it have to well, be rewritten? Well, first and foremost, I mean, there, there's only one one person who, who uh, if, if there's political will, uh, will make a difference, and that is the current prime minister. Uh, because I can point fingers at, at all of his predecessors and, and say that on the indigenous files and on indigenous peoples, they have all failed. But, but the current prime minister, Justin Trudeau, is, is there now. His mandate is not done. So he has the opportunity right now to change the course of history and to make it right once and for all so that my kids, 20, 30, 40 years from now, won't have to be giving the same speeches that my dad was 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 giving when I was a young boy. It, it's it, you know this is the games that political parties, federally at least, and you know I've only focused on uh, the Conservatives and Liberals because they've only, they're the only two parties who formed uh, the government uh, federally. 
Uh, and so it, it, they, they've, been, they've been acting the same. And so what happens is that every election, uh, faces change, ministers change. Uh, and so there is never uh, a good time or enough time to, to, to sit down with an Indian affairs minister and say, this is what has to be done. By the time that we, we, we get to convince that person, despite their best intentions, they are replaced mm-hmm. by somebody else. And so we have to start over. And so there's something yeah. wrong with, with this partisan politics and indigenous peoples in this country. And I'm going to, uh, like I said, I'll be releasing this report, but uh, this goes right to the foundational problem of the relationship with, with indigenous peoples and, and the government of Canada. And it has to stop. Yeah, it also sits with the electorate who, who you know, allows themselves to, to listen and, and believe the talking points. I mean, you just need to look at the issue of uh, clean drinking water to know that the action is not being taken. All we're being given is lip service. And so, you know, there also have been lots of calls for apologies, and certainly uh, we hear enough of them. Um, you know, whether the Catholic Church decides to apologize, I don't know. But let me ask you this. I mean, there will be people uh, alive today that were part of these schools, uh, the last one closing, I think, in 1997. In your mind, um, does it should this lead to criminal investigations and criminal penalties? Does that is that part of of the healing? Look, I, I you know, obviously, I'm not, I'm not an expert in, in these uh, types of matters. But what I can say is that. Um, you know, with with the recent uh, news this week of the 215 bodies, you know, my heart's uh, you know my heart is with, with all the survivors and those all of those involved because the first thing that comes to my mind is all the the, the trauma uh, and the distress yeah. that that the, the the generations after those those children felt and had to live with, and and, and we expect and you know sometimes we hear. You know, extreme comments that, oh, well, you know, if people, uh, if, in, if Aboriginal people want a job, then they should get a job. But those, those opportunities are not necessarily there. Uh, you know, I, you know many, many people have lived through that. And so it, it's just, you know, it, it's just heartbreaking. And I, I, I think it, it, you know, I've been very quiet uh, personally uh, on, on the Indigenous uh, file for, for uh, three or four years because I, I just, I, I got burnt out. Uh, mm-hmm. But this, you know, the last couple of months has just reinvigorated me, and 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 now I think, uh, you know, I'm in a position to to share some solutions that I have based on on the the experiences that I've lived, and and you know, I I, I think with with the report I'm about to issue later this month, uh, coincidentally with uh, National uh, Indigenous History Month, uh, that uh, you know I'll be proposing at least some points for, for discussion, and it will be up to First Nations people themselves to, to see where this goes, but it's time that, you know, me for myself uh, as a senator uh, sitting in the Senate of Canada, that Indigenous peoples will now have an avenue to propose yeah. legislation or, or other solutions, and, and it's time to, to flood, uh, you know, the institution with, uh, with issues plaguing Indigenous peoples, because if we sweep it under the rug or, or wait for politicians to, to do it for us, well, we'll be having these, or, you know, my children will be having these same conversations uh, 30 years from now. And, and that's what I'm trying to, to, to put a stop to. And, and, and hopefully, you know, the, you know, either the current prime minister or, or somebody in the near future will, will, will just do the, the, what is needed to be done. People are tired of hearing about the problems. So we need somebody who will actually get out there and fix them once and for all. Yeah, put their talk into action. Well, sadly... Uh... 
you know, I think we both know that more children will be found, but maybe this has finally shocked those in charge, um, you know, to have to act. And I will hope that you'll come on with me and, and share uh, more of that report uh, with me when it's released. Well, any any time. And like I said, this this is something that uh, my office worked uh, very hard, uh, you know, to, to, to achieve. And I think it'll be a good learning tool for, for Indigenous and non-Indigenous peoples alike to, to demonstrate that, that the partisan politics between the federal parties uh, is not helping, assisting, or changing the lives, anything in the lives of Indigenous peoples. And, and we, we, we have history to demonstrate it doesn't work. So why not now try and start having a discussion on how to do it better? And one of those discussions has to lead to giving more control and authority of Indigenous affairs to Indigenous peoples themselves and not non-Indigenous peoples yeah. making decisions on their behalf. It hasn't worked. I'm not a mathematician, but if something hasn't worked for 154 years or more than 154 years, it's not going to work better tomorrow. So let's start having uh, different conversations. Well, I will look forward to your proposal, and we will talk about it. Senator, I appreciate your time. Alex, always my pleasure. Anytime. That is Senator Patrick Brazo, so we'll keep an eye for that report. No question about it. We'll have him on again to uh, talk about it and see who's brave enough to move it forward.